In this episode of The Climb, we're going to be diving into my thoughts on success, fulfillment, and that whole process and the journey along with that. Now, this is a very wide open space, a wide open topic, and there are people that are far more knowledgeable and further along in their journey than me that have a lot of good things to say about this. So I'm not going to pretend as if my thoughts here are the end-all be-all because they are not. However, I have spent the majority of my life studying this and observing this and have come across and have come up with a few thoughts on it. Now to get to this story, I have to go way back. Way back. Um, I started playing soccer basically when I was three years old. Long story short, ended up getting to competitive youth soccer around 10 years of age. And my coach at that time, when I got to competitive youth soccer here in Utah, his name was Dave Lapuma. And he ended up introducing me and our team to the works of John Wooden at a very young age. Like I said, I was like nine or 10 years old. Um, starting to get preached to about John Wooden. And if you don't know who John Wooden is, go look him up. But briefly here, he's one of the most successful college coaches of all time and very influential in the way that I actually look at life, look at success, and has contributed greatly to the lens in which I look at success and quite honestly, the definition. But anyways, David Puma introduced me to him, and then further down the road in high school soccer, I had a coach, Russ Boyer, who coincidentally also believed in and loved everything about John Wooden. And we further dissected the work of John Wooden as a team every weekend during the school year or during the high school soccer season, all the way from my freshman year to my senior year. And Russ Boyer did a very good job dissecting all of the lessons from John Wooden and giving it to young high school male athletes in a way that not only helped our team become a better team and steered our team all on the same path, all in the same direction, all with the same guiding vision, which obviously was one of his goals, I'm assuming. Um, and it, that was very successful. But what was also a byproduct, and I'm sure he was aware of this, but maybe he wasn't, is how those lessons that we constantly did week in and week out of dissecting every part of John Wooden's pyramid of success led to having a dramatic effect individually. I, and personally, I know on me, and I'm still close with a few friends that I have on that team, and we still all always talk about John Wooden and kind of ultimately end up coming back to those things. And, and those lessons were learned in the classroom in high school with Russ Boer. So where am I going with this? The reason I'm going there is my vision of success and how I define it and what I'm aiming for and ultimately what drives me is 100% based off of the lessons I learned from dissecting John Wooden's work and his pyramid of success. So to read some of it for you, the definition that John Wooden has created 
to define what success actually means, in my opinion, is the single best definition of success that you could possibly find anywhere. Um, because for me, it doesn't define the success based on any particular external outcome. And the definition of success that John Wooden has created, in my opinion, if you look through life through that definition, there is no end point. And the older and older I get, that's the, that's the journey. That's the benefit of life. That's the true fun is that it is a never-ending journey. So without further ado, let me read you the definition of success that is my guiding light. This is verbatim. Quote, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. I love that definition because it challenges me and it challenges you, if you abide by it, to do nothing more than simply your best and there's no mention in what the actual external outcome is, meaning the external outcome, whether you win the game, you get the big house, you get the promotion or any of that is not part of what's successful. That has nothing to do with success. As he says, it is the peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you did your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. That is it. Simply, have you done your best in the moment, at that particular time, with whatever tools, circumstances, and environment that you are in? Have you simply done your best? If you have, then you are successful, regardless of any outcome of any game you're playing. And on the other side of the coin, what I love about this is that is the ultimate fuel to someone like me. Because... It has taught me from such a young age, due to the coaches that have come across in my that I've come across in my life, that I don't need to be looking to the external to determine if I'm successful or not. The only place I need to look is internal. And you can't lie to yourself. Your internal you knows if you're lying. You can put on this external front, you can put on any type of show that you want in order for people outside of yourself to assume or perceive certain things about you. But you, even from like three years of age and higher, you know when you've done your best, regardless of what anyone else thinks, says, or was able to observe. You know. And man, the older and older I get, I realize how incredibly important that frame of reference of success has been for me because I'm fortunate enough that I'm a very ambitious guy and always trying to become my best. And there have been periods of my life where some of it was for external praise, but quite honestly, I've never had to experience the complete and utter dismay of doing something 100% for the external. And it's because this definition was always what I was competing with. So ultimately... I have been competing with myself against myself from from one moment ago to yesterday, not compared to somebody else and where they are, because I have no idea what tools, adversity, 
privileges, anything that anyone else has and or the knowledge, motivation that they have. And I don't even know what makes them happy. So why would I compare myself to somebody else if their definition and what they're going for is not even in the same thing that I, that makes me happy? That's why the, the way in which you define success actually defines how you're going to go about achieving it. So my advice is in order to combine the benefits of being ambitious without going so far as to lose yourself along the way, maybe redefine what success means to you. And it can be the definition that John Wooden has created or not. But the bottom line is just make sure that how you are defining your success actually matches up and aligns with what you truly value and truly makes you happy. And hopefully your definition is based on the internal feeling and fulfillment versus the external gratification. There are way too many examples um, in literature and in celebrities and you name it on individuals who have achieved great heights and then also achieved great lows because in order to get to their height, they were doing it for something outside of themselves and what truly made them happy. And as a result, being at the top actually became the cause of their biggest demise. Along that token, to some extent, you do need to have an ego in order to get to the top of whatever it is you may want to get to the top to. But this is where I come back to your definition of success. Because if your definition is based on getting to the top purely as a way of being better than everybody else, then unfortunately I think you have a high likelihood of achieving that, which is great. You can't dismount that that type of energy will likely help you get to the top. But what's, what good is getting to the top of any structure if getting there provides you with zero fulfillment? Zero happiness. Hmm. Interesting to think about. So as far as I can tell, the best way to combine the power of driving to be getting to the top and hedging against the downsides of doing it for the wrong reasons is coming back to how you define your sex success in the first place. So take a look at John Wooden, take a look at his definition of success, but more importantly, just take the time to recalibrate, take a step back, and actually look at how are you defining success, and is that definition and the frame that you're using to determine success empowering or disempowering? Are you chasing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons? You might be, and that might be part of the process. There's nothing wrong with that. But define what makes you happy. Define what you value. Define your version of success. And if those are all in line with what truly makes you happy, then guess what? You're already successful. You're already there. So enjoy your process, enjoy your journey, and hopefully this helps 
maybe steer some people in the right direction that need to hear that. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Climb.